Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20 Quartermist. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, brought to you by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America, and I am your host, Don Q, how's everybody doing out there today? It is August 3rd, Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. How's everybody doing out there today? It is a, uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Mr. Rogers uh, just left. Uh, yeah, sugar water. <laughs> All right, guys, I got a crap ton of stuff. I had so much stuff going through my head today. Um, that I forgot exactly what I was going to talk about. So I just wanted to come on here and say hi, and you guys have a great day. No, um, so no, but in all seriousness, I I was gathering so much stuff and so many in my head. I have so many things going on, and I had so many ideas of what I wanted to talk about today. And we've had a couple of developing stories that have uh, come across. So. I think I'm going to go with that today and give you my take of what I think is going on, obviously, like I do on every show. But then what I also have, and I'm not going to go over this today, but I'm going to tease it at the end of the show, and this will probably be the Friday show unless something extraordinary happens between today and Friday when I record, so... Um, with that in mind, what I want to talk about on Friday is um, it's going to be a show. Whether I do it Friday, Sunday, I record it and I go on vacation in a couple, of, like in a week and a half. So either way, it, it'll you'll hear it because it's very interesting to me. Therefore, it will be interesting to you. <laughs> All right, guys, real quick, I need you to do me a favor. I... Uh, I those of you that are uh, following us on the Facebook know that we um, are occasionally I'll do a, I like to call it Saturday Night Live, right? It's original thought of my own Saturday Night Live. I've never heard it being done anywhere before, so I figured I would just use that. Now. But yeah, basically what it is is on Saturdays, my wife, sometimes she works, sometimes she doesn't. She has a funky schedule that... that you know, kind of does its own thing, so to speak. 
So there's a lot of Saturday Saturday nights that I'm just kind of like, hmm, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I decided I'm going to start doing Saturday night live shows on Facebook. So um, with that being said, if you want to see the show and all the madness and the awesomeness that goes into creating this masterpiece that is Don't Tread on America, I need you to follow us on the Facebook at Don't Tread on America and uh, subscribe, you know, follow the show on there and uh, you'll get updates. You'll get, we post a lot of memes, a lot of ironic memes, I guess, so to speak. And um, when I do shows, I'll, I'll put a post out like that morning. Hey, live show coming, and I'll put a time that way if you if you're interested in watching it, and <clears throat> you can um, you can put you know interested down, and you'll get an alert when the show you know however many minutes it is prior to that time. Usually, I try to do it around six or so, <clears throat> so you guys can. Um, you know, drink along with me, and you'll you'll see. <laughs> sometimes you'll see the uh, frustration on my face as I'm doing the show. You'll see the little uh, things that bother me because I'm I'm weird like that. And you'll also get to you'll get a glimpse inside the D Tom Studios, the mecca that it is, and all my collections and all my crap <laughs> that I collect. Uh, I don't think it's crap. I think it's cool, so whatever. But uh, so, guys, go to the Facebooks, follow us there, like the page. Um, the reason I'm doing this is because we we have well over a 1,000 uh, followers on our Facebook page. So, obviously, we're trying to get more. Some of you guys that are listening to this, that have been listening to the podcast, you might be on Facebook. And I honestly believe since I've been doing the live shows, I've been getting... Um, more followers, not just through the Facebook, but on the on the podcast itself. So, with that, I, I would like to say thank you for to those folks, and of course the the people that have been listening to us forever. We've been doing this about a year and a half. Um, I appreciate it. It makes me feel like what we're doing here isn't a waste of time, and uh, I'm still working on getting the uh, patreon going for our uh, for our drinks and uh, whatnot uh, we talked about it on the uh, the last Dtom file show we did false flags um, what we're trying to do is get a patreon together not to make money to uh, you know live our lives I mean if that happens then great but I'm not I'm not I really am not a big patreon kind of guy when I listen to podcast and they spend 20 30 minutes pimping their patreon it really bugs me but Chris came up with an idea where we start the Patreon. You guys can follow us on Facebook and or Twitter. And Twitter is DTOM underscore 1775. You follow us on either of those things and give us some drink ideas. Hey, try, you know, such and such whiskey or such and such rum or whatever, vodka, whatever it is. I, I like to make a um, whatever drink. You know, here's the recipe. And then what we'll do is we'll do a video of it on TikTok. Don't tread on America on TikTok. I know TikTok's supposed to be taboo and Chinese and whatever, but all I do is post drink videos on there, so whatever. Um, so uh, you'll see our, our videos on there. We'll make the drink. We'll say, hey, this drink is brought to you by, you know, Bob. 
he sponsored this drink. He gave us the idea. He threw some money at us to buy the ingredients, and here it is. You know, that's kind of our thought process in doing that. So we already have one drink suggestion. Uh, it was given to us by one of our friends that listens to the show. He actually sent it to Chris, so I, I can't recall exactly what the drink was called. It seems it was more of a, a winter Christmassy type drink, but whatever. You know, it's got alcohol in it, so who cares? <laughs> It'd be Christmas in August. I don't know. But we're going to probably get that together maybe on the next DTOM files, and we'll drink that. So anyway, on to the show for today. Um, breaking news, guys. This just in, just before I started recording, uh, Biden, Joseph R. McGillicuddy, right, Mr. Poopy Pants himself, Test positive for COVID-19 again, again. Is it again or is it again, 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 again? <laughs> we'll continue isolation. Now, this isn't an old story. This isn't from Saturday. I'm not repeating myself from Saturday. This is, uh, I, when did this break? Uh, one o'clock. So this is about an hour and a half old. <laughs> Yeah, President Biden on Wednesday is continuing to test positive for the coronavirus and therefore will maintain his strict isolation me measures, the White House doctor says. Kevin O'Connor said in a letter to Biden, who finished a light workout this morning, and by light workout they mean he put his pants on, um, <laughs> feels well yet is still experiencing an occasional cough, but less frequently than yesterday. He remains fever-free and in good spirits. His temperature, pulse, blood pressure, respiration rate, and oxygen saturation remain entirely normal. His lungs remain clear, which is good considering he has the asthma from the oily windshields. You know, I, I'm just worried between his asthma, his cancer, COVID. I mean, me and Chris were calling it, he's got the asthma, asthma cancer vid. You know, it's amazing at 95 years old. That this guy is fighting through the quote-unquote COVID. So, giving his rebound positivity, which was reported on Saturday, we continued daily monitoring this morning. His SARS-CoV-2 antigen test remained positive, the doctor also said. Biden will remain isolating and will conduct business of the American people from the executive residence. So, okay. So, when was it he... So it was last week he tested positive on Tuesday evening, right? So a week ago yesterday, he tested positive, okay? Um, so let me see. O'Connor said last week that, oh, I'm sorry, he tested negative on Tuesday. So when did he test positive? Was it Friday? So like a week and a half ago. I, I don't recall the dates offhand, but I want to say, well, yeah, Friday, July 22nd. So... It must have been maybe that Thursday he tested positive. So he had Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So he was positive for five days. Then Tuesday, he was negative this past Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But then Saturday, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So four days. He was So he had it for four or five days. Then he was negative for four days. And then he tests positive again on Saturday. Now that's... Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five days later, still positive. So in a two-week 
time frame, he's tested positive three times, right? And um, (laughs) number one, bad spokesman for the COVID vaccine. I know I just coughed, but a little backstory on my cough. I have COVID. No, I'm joking. I work today. I work, went to work at 1230 this morning. Okay. Not bragging. I'm just telling you. I went to work at 1230 this morning. Worked four hours, nine hours. And uh, came home, sat down for a minute, and mowed the yard. So when I mow, I get very, you know, from the dust and whatever. So you'll have to pardon me. I'm, I'm, I have a drink here that I'm drinking to try and soothe my throat and um, help me go to sleep tonight because, you know, I have to sleep because I have to get up again at 11 and it's almost 3. So this concoction is what we lovingly refer to here at the D-Tom Show as the Dirty Mike Collins. If you want to know what the Dirty Mike Collins is, it's this. It is a vat of whiskey. No, it is, uh, well, I make it in a 30-ounce Yeti. So, and those of you that have a Yeti know the bottom portion, how it's smaller, and then, it, you know, it widens out. I fill that up with whiskey. <laughs> so, however many ounces that is, probably four or five ounces, maybe seven, I don't know. Uh, I use salted caramel whiskey with uh, A&W root beer. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty damn good. Anyway, so Biden's got COVID, right? So here's my thought process. (laughs) It's very interesting. And, and, And this will lead us into the next story about Biden once again. But, you know, there's so much crap on Twitter. You see people, oh, and when Trump got COVID, he stayed in lockdown. And when Trump or when Biden got COVID, he's killing terrorists. Okay, hold the horses on that killing terrorist thing. We'll get to that in a second. Here's my thought process. Number one, when Trump got COVID, it was new. They were We were still dealing with no vaccines, this, that, and the other thing. Once he got his cocktail of medicine, he was good. Guess what he didn't get after he had COVID? He didn't get COVID again. He didn't get COVID two more times again. So for all those people that want to sit there and talk shit about Trump getting COVID and being out of pocket for a few days until he got his, I don't know, what is that, the, uh, the remedy, the, the fear, I don't know, the medicine, the, the cocktail, the Z-packs, the, 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 the zinc, the, whatever they gave him that made him better afterwards, he didn't get COVID again. So say what you want about the the vaccines, no vaccines, therapeutics, whatever. I'm going to say this about that. Trump got COVID, was out of pocket for a few days, didn't get COVID again. Biden, quadruple vaxxed, has COVID three times in a week and a half. So you're not a good salesperson for said... uh, Mm, quote-unquote vaccine but anyway so here's my thought process okay so when biden quote-unquote won the the election right where did he do the majority 
of his campaigning. Anyone? Bueller? From the basement, right? He stayed in his basement. He didn't do shit. He didn't campaign. Occasionally, I think him and Trump had a one or two uh, uh, little uh, debates there. But other than that, he never left his home. Uh, is this... Is this setting up the scenario for the same thing? Kind of keep him out of the the public eye? I, it's just, just something that I thought about today when I'm like, how in the hell do you have COVID for you know this long? How, and you keep getting it. You're negative. Then a few days later, you have it again. And now you've had it. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to me that you, I don't know. That's just my thoughts on that is, is this... Or not to get too conspiracy conspiracy theory type, is it is it the beginning of something else? Now, when you see him talk, when he's doing his thing, he seems perfectly fine. I mean, as a matter of fact, I would almost say he coughs. <laughs> the couple of times I've seen him on camera in the last week, he's coughed, coughed less than he's coughed when he quote-unquote, didn't have COVID. Like, when he was over in the Middle East a couple weeks ago, he couldn't keep his saliva in his mouth. He was coughing so much. So, and I and like I said, I'm not going to go down the road of body doubles and this, that, and the other thing. You know, that's a show for another day. Just based on what we see, I can, you know, I don't have the clips offhand. I'm not going to look for them, but we had clips of him Hacking up a lung. Oh, went down the wrong way. He's taking a drink of water. <laughs> you know. And that was before he was COVID positive. Now he actually sounds normal. So, you know, whatever. I'm just wondering if it's if it's something, if there's something else going on here other than the COVID. So, more breaking news. This happened over the weekend. The United States of America, our great country of the U.S. of A., has taken out one of the main conspirators of the brutal 9-11 attacks. And no, no, now I know what you're thinking, but no, I'm not talking about George W. Bush. <laughs> but I am talking about uh, this guy. Here's, here's President Poopy Pants himself telling us all about it. My fellow Americans, on Saturday, at my direction, the United States successfully concluded an airstrike in Kabul, Afghanistan, that killed the Emir of Al-Qaeda, Iman al-Zawiri. You know, Zawiri was uh, bin Laden's leader. He was with him all the, the whole time. He was his number two man, his deputy at the time the terrorist attacked 9-11. He was deeply involved in the planning of 9-11, one of the most responsible for the attacks that murdered 2,977 people on American soil. For decades, he was the mastermind behind attacks against Americans, including the bombing of the USS Cole in 2000, which killed 17 American sailors. We, we make it clear again tonight that no matter how long it takes, no matter where you lane, hide, man. if you are a threat to our people, the United States will find you and take you out. Hmm, really? Threat to the American people. They will find you and take you out. Hmm. I want to heed your own words there, Joseph. Okay, so here is the story. Ayman al-Zahari, an al-Qaeda leader, killed in a U.S. strike, was seen as brains of bin Laden's 
Bin Laden's <laughs> terror group. All right, let me read the story here real quick. President Biden on Monday announced that the U.S. killed al-Qaeda leader in a drone strike in Afghanistan. The terrorist leader was 71, though he was not known, uh, well-known as, or though not as well-known as Osama bin Laden, al-Zahiri was believed to be the true architect behind the worst terrorist attacks in U.S. history on September 11th, 01. For years, he was known as al-Qaeda's number two man. When analysts says uh, he was really the man, the brains behind the operation. Mr. Biden, it's president, damn it, oh, said Monday his hope was uh, that the action taken against al-Zahiri would bring one more measure of closure to those who lost loved ones on 9-11. Yeah, so I'll say this about that. Um, where was he killed? In Afghanistan? Hmm, interesting. So, sounds all fine and dandy. They killed the number two guy, you know, whatever, right? So, let me ask you this. So, a lot of things started popping up about this Ayman al-Zahiri. So, August, what was, what was Saturday? Or, uh, what day was it? Sunday, they killed him. Um, yeah. So this, yeah. So, um, he came out on Monday. The story was written on Tuesday. So, I think it was, it was either Saturday or Sunday he was killed, allegedly. So, I started seeing these pictures and me and Chris were talking about this. And Chris actually sent me something, so I started looking it up. And I don't remember if it was on Twitter or TikTok what he had sent me, but nonetheless with reports that this guy was dead, has been dead, for like two years. So, I dug, and trust me, I had to dig, because I came across one website, which was a government website. I can't recall the name of it, because, oddly enough, my dumbass number one didn't screenshot it. But, I can't find a thing now. Shocking as it is. But... I, what I did is I, I, I don't use Google. I went on Duck. And even on DuckDuckGo, I keyed in Ayman al-Zahiri um, 2020. Because that's when he's supposedly died. And everything that came up was current. He was killed this weekend in a drone strike. Everything. Blah, 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 blah. So I had to keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Because basically what comes up is every news outlet. New York Post, New York Times, Washington uh, CNN, Fox, you know, da, 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 da. you name it, it had a story about it, right? So you have to kind of keep scrolling, can't keep looking, keep looking. And I came across the gov, like I said, the one it was, I can't recall the name of the website, but whatever it was, .gov. And um, it said it was dated last year. I want to say it was November of last year. It was dated. And you know, when you're searching stuff on on Google or DuckDuck, whatever. It um, gives you a brief synopsis, and you got to click on it to read the whole story, obviously. But it went into a story of how he, he died that year. So I click on the link, and it the story that pops up was him getting killed in a drone strike the other day. So obviously they updated it. But this is out of England. This is out of The Sun, a UK newspaper. 
This was on uh, November 20th of 2020. Okay. Terror chief dead. Ayman al-Zahiri dead. Al-Qaeda boss dies from asthma from the wind oil on the windshield. Oddly enough. In, I'm joking. But he did have, or supposedly, dies from asthma in Afghani mountain hideout report claims. Al-Qaeda leader Ama al-Zahiri, who took over after the death of Osama bin Laden, has reportedly died in Afghanistan. Sometimes dubbed Mr. Death, last appeared in a video message for the group on the anniversary of the 9-11 terror attacks on, um, on the U.S., Arab News reports the terrorist 68 died of natural causes related to asthma, citing four sources in Pakistan and Afghanistan. Before I read on, I'm going to say this. And this is where you have to start questioning the stuff you read and the stuff you hear people saying. Okay, The story I just read about him dying this weekend in a drone strike. Okay? Right? He was 77. Or, I'm sorry, 71. Okay. This is August 3rd, 2022. Okay. This story that I'm reading to you is from November of 2020. Not quite two years ago. Right? This November will be two years ago. Okay. I'm not, I'm not the smartest man on the earth. I don't claim to be by any stretch of imaginations, but I can add and subtract. So, 68 from 71 is 3. So, when this article was written in November of 2020, which wasn't quite two years ago, he was 68. But not quite two years later, he aged three years. Now he's 71. U.S. intelligence officials are reportedly aware of the reports and are attempting to confirm whether or not they are true. The Sun Online has contacted U.K. Ministry of Defense and Foreign Office, and Al-Qaeda translator told Arab News he died last week in Ghazani. He died from asthma because he had no formal treatment. A Pakistan security official said, We believe he is no longer alive. We are firm that he has died of natural causes. Another source close to Al-Qaeda said, he died earlier this month, and a small number of followers attended his funeral in Ghazani. We, what we know is that he is having some breathing issues and was, has passed away somewhere in Afghanistan. Other security sources were cited as being aware that the terrorist was extremely ill, and another said he was unstable, was in unstable health. Okay, so I don't know the sun. I, I, I don't know how credible if it's... I, I don't know that it is a... Uh, you know, like a National Enquirer type thing. I, I've heard of the sun before. I, I don't see why it wouldn't be a credible. It looks like a regular newspaper. You know what I'm saying? It looks like like the Wall Street... Or maybe not Wall Street, but like the New York Times or the Was uh, New York Post or something like the way it's laid out and stuff. So it's not... I don't think it's like a... A, the Star or the National Choir or anything like that. And like I said, according to this, he was 68, not quite two years ago, but now he was 71. But, so. Um, I found videos of him. So, like, they were talking about the 9-11 terror attacks. So, this was November of 20. So, I would assume in September of 20, he made a video on the anniversary. 
Um, the reason they're saying that they killed him, was able to find him and killed him, is because he was posting videos. He had posted a video this past September of, you know, on the anniversary. And, of course, last year was, what, the 20th anniversary. But some of the interesting things are that particular date, September you know, 11th of last year, was, what, two weeks, three weeks after we bailed out of Afghanistan and left the left them high and dry, killing, what, 13 of our our soldiers, leaving 80-something million, or was it million or billion dollars worth of equipment? Yet, in that particular 20th anniversary 9-11 video, and when I say these guys are doing, they're not doing like tribute videos, oh, we're so sorry for the loss of life, they're like bragging about it. So... If you're the number two man in charge, which at this point you would be the number man, one man in charge because, you know, Osama's been dead now for a few years. If you're the head cheese and you're going to get on there bragging about 9-11 and it's the 20th anniversary, blah, 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 we're great. You guys suck. Down with the USA, right? If that's, that's what you would do, I would assume. If this 20th anniversary of 9-11... Happened just a few weeks after us hauling ass out of Afghanistan, leaving a shit ton of equipment and soldiers being killed by said Taliban or Al-Qaeda or whoever it was. Wouldn't you have something to say about that in your little uh, 20th anniversary message? But nothing was said about that. So it's almost like it was an old tape. The last couple of videos they posted of him was... Old, he was wearing the same thing. They said, you know, I mean, granted, I don't know what kind of wardrobe these folks have over yonder, but uh, same thing, same place, same tone of speech. So was he killed or did he die naturally in 2020? And if so, you know, if if this is true that he died two years ago, and in straight lying Biden fashion, you know, he gave us a bullshit story to gain some sort of patriotic support for killing someone that did the atrocities to this country. If if this is a lie, if it's true that this guy died in 2020, we're never going to know. We're never going to know the truth. We don't even know. He could still be alive running a fucking 7-Eleven in damn Montana as far as we know. I mean, that's the rumor with <laughs> Bin Laden. You know, no one's ever... <laughs> everyone that was involved in that killing of him is gone. Except for one guy. Allegedly. I mean, the one guy is well-known, Rob O'Neill. Uh, but everyone that was on that team is gone. Uh, never saw pictures, never saw a body, because he was buried at sea. There's rumors... That Bin Laden's still alive, and he's a CIA asset. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing that started this way back yon, way back when. That's that is a show for another day. I'm not going to get into that right now. But if um, if this guy's been dead for two years, and they they being whoever the CIA whatever Biden's obviously not smart enough to do this, so it's not him. Um. Did they do this just to 
put a feather in his cap, like I said, get some kind of patriotic support, like, yeah, America, we got him, you know? So you play some old videos, you spread them out, you have them cover different different topics. Say, so yeah, he's still alive because he was making these videos up till last month or whatever. We were able to get him a secret hideout and we killed him. I hope for their sake that they're telling the truth. And the reason I say I hope for their sake is because it has nothing to do with the way I'm going to feel about Biden or the American people are going to feel about Biden. I would I would assume that there's a majority of America don't give a shit about this Al Zahiri guy. If he's dead, great. He's probably been dead. If we got him, great. Um, the problem that we have in this country has nothing to do with Al Zahiri. It's about the shit that we're going through in this country. And um, that leads me to my next story here, but real quick. Um, I just pray for their souls because when it all comes down to it and we all face the man in the sky and your life's played before you and you get to explain to God why you made the choices you made and you haven't asked for forgiveness for the sins that you've done on this earth, you're the, you're going to be the one down in hell. You guys ever seen little Nikki? You're going to be the one getting the pineapple shoved up your ass, Right? So, if the man's been dead, he's been dead. Why, why lie about it? Just to, just to stroke your ego and make you get some kind of brownie points. But I'm telling you, American people aren't going to give a shit, especially with what's going on right now. And that's the Inflation Reduction Act by Schumer and Manchin that uh, is about to hit Senate floor pile, go up for vote. I don't know if it'll be this week, but it'll probably be next week. I would assume they're going to delay it a little bit because they haven't gotten into Kristen Cinema. They don't really have the votes right now. Because Manchin's on board, they feel like they have the votes, but Kristen Cinema isn't saying anything. And uh, I think it's Dick Durbin's out with COVID. And if he's not there to vote, that's a no vote. So let's assume those two don't. You know, Dick Durbin's out. And Cinema uh, doesn't vote for it. She votes for no. Well, that gives you a 51 to 48. But, um, of course, the Democrats are stroking their shit about, oh, we buy, because, not because of Schumer, obviously, but because they got Manchin. It's a Manchin and Schumer sponsored bill. So Manchin's all in. They renegotiated the Build Back Worse bill and. Added some pork to it and add some bullshit to it. But we hear the words Inflation Reduction Act. Well, that sounds like a great thing, right? Inflation is through the roof. We are or we aren't or whoever you ask, I guess we're not in a recession, but we really are in a recession. Um, just the title of the bill itself, Inflation Reduction. That's great. That's a great thing. We're going to reduce inflation. It's nine point. Uh, well, the official last uh, inflation rate is 9.1, right? So surely we'll take a reduction. So the question is, what what is this bill? Okay, so this is from the taxfoundation.org. And this is the details and analysts of the Senate Inflation Reduction Act. So... Basic, basic uh, 
preliminary revenue and economic estimates. So it's supposed to generate a net revenue of three point or $304 billion. In the long run, it will reduce the GDP. It will also reduce wages. And it will also reduce 30,000 jobs. So, so far, I don't see anything that's reducing the inflation. I see reduction in jobs, wages, and GDP. And I see money going into the government's hands. I don't see a inflation reduction. So the Democrat-sponsored Inflation Reduction Act successor to the House-passed Build Back Better Act of late 21 has been touted by President Biden to, among other things, help reduce the country's crippling inflation. Using the Tax Foundation's general equilibrium, equilibrium model, we estimate the Inflation Reduction Act would reduce long-run economic output by less by about 0.1% and eliminate about 30,000 full-time equivalent jobs in the United States. It would also reduce average after-tax income for taxpayers across every income quintile over the long run. So what's the key words there? After-tax incomes. So it's not going to reduce the income. It's going to reduce the after tax income. So if you make um, $1,000 a week, okay, and let's say you, after taxes and whatever, you, you bring home 800 bucks. So if you're bringing home 800 now, after this bill passes, if it passes, your after tax income goes down to, say, 750 780 whatever. So why would your after-tax income be less? Why Does anybody know the answer to that? It's because you got fucking taxed more. Right? Okay? I mean, once again, I'm not the smartest... Well, I'm the smartest man in this room. Why? Because I'm the only one in here. <laughs> but, well, there's some there's stuffed animal over there, maybe. I don't know. But um, my point being is... If it's going to reduce the average after-tax income, that obviously means that there's a tax increase in there, right? By reducing long-run economic growth, this bill may actually worsen inflation by constraining the productive cap, uh, capacity of the economy. But wait a second, isn't it your Inflation Reduction Act? No, it's... Not. <laughs> Our analyst uh, contains estimates of the uh, Budgetary, Economic, and distrib Distributional Acts of the Inflation Act as specified in bill text provided on July 27th. Using the general equilibrium model, we estimate that the tax provisions, IRS enforcement, and drug pricing provisions in the bill would increase federal revenues by about $656 billion over the budget window before accounting uh, for the $352 billion in expanded tax credits for individuals and business, resulting in a net increase of about $304 billion. Excluding um, <clears throat> the anticipated revenue from the increased tax compliance 
and the drug pricing provision, the bill would lose about $126 billion in revenue over the budget window. Hmm, interesting. So, yeah, major tax provisions. The updated uh, draft uh, legislation in the Reduction Act would include the following major changes effective after December 31st, 22, unless otherwise noted. Individual tax, uh, income taxes extends the required holding period for carried interest to be taxed as long-term capital gains from three years to five years for taxpayers with an adjusted gross income equal to or greater than 400000 Extends the expanded health insurance premium tax credit in the American Rescue Plan, um, including allowing higher income households to qualify for tax credits and boosting the subsidies for lower-income households through 2025. Corporate and international taxes impose a 15% minimum tax on corporate book income for corporations with profits over $1 billion affected for tax years beginning in December of 22. <clears throat> Other modeled tax proposals. Um, tax credit for green energy. <laughs> Well, and I'll tell you a little story on green energy here in a second. Raises the Superfund tax on crude oil. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me back up. Raises the Superfund tax on crude oil and imported petroleum to 16.4 cents per barrel. The increase other taxes and fees on fossil fuel. Sludge. So let me get this straight. We're having a gas issue already. Gas is... I mean, granted, it's coming down. It's still <laughs> a dollar more than it was a year ago. But whatever. But this is a tax on crude oil and imported petroleum. And on a side note, so we're seeing gas prices go down. Why is that? It's not because Biden's great. It's because of the ethanol crap he did. I told you all about this a couple months ago when he passed that, taking it from 10% to 15%. It's going to lower the cost of gas, which it did. But have you guys noticed you fill your tank up, that gas doesn't quite go as long as it did before? It's because it's got more ethanol in it. Ethanol burns faster. It's not as... Uh, uh, I'm trying to concert, you know, it, it just... It, you waste gas. It's not good for your engine. It, the economy, the fuel economy on ethanol and gas is not good. So fill your tank up with gas. Remember how it was a month ago when you'd fill your tank up with gas. It might have lasted you a week, week and a half. Now it's probably barely lasting you a week, maybe less. But now we're going to raise taxes on crude oil and imported petroleum. So that sounds like a... To me, you can say... We're going to raise uh, the Superfund tax on these items. And if, you're, if your thought process is to punish the oil companies, you're not punishing anybody but the people that are putting gas in their cars, i.e. tax. It might not be a tax on me or you per se, but it's a tax we're still paying at the pump. Now, mind you, this is after your gross, your net income drops. Your after-tax income drops. Expands IRS enforcement funding by about $80 billion. So that's what we need is more IRS 
enforcement funding, not IRS agents to get your taxes filed and get your refunds if you qualify back out to you, but get people knocking on doors and sending you emails because maybe you didn't pay your taxes or maybe you missed a decimal point or whatever. Impose a 95% excise tax penalty on drug manufacturers to lower drug prices. Okay, I can live with that. Increase the research and development tax credit amount that can be claimed against payroll taxes for small businesses. So now we're going to tax small businesses. Um, Economic effects. While the latest proposal still is clear of some major tax rate increases contained in the House-passed Build Back Better Act, this proposal would raise taxes on work and investment, uh, disincentivize productivity, productivity, and uh, we estimate the Inflation Reduction Act would reduce long-run GDP by about 0.1%. The bill would increase long-run American incomes um, as measured by gross national product by less than 0.05%, which is entirely driven by the bill's reduction in the budget deficit over the long run. The bill would reduce capital stock by about 0.3% and wages by about 0.1% while eliminating about 30,000 jobs. Um, let me see. I can just scan through this, see if it's anything worth that I haven't already read. So the interesting thing about all of this is this is something. Um, why is it doing that? Um, so here's, here's my issue with it. If I can find it, if I can find it, I'm going to tell you my issue with it. Um, God bless. I swear, it, it just drives me crazy when you're on a computer and you're looking for shit and then you got to get all this crap that drops in front of you. Um, where was it at? Corporate tax, okay. So 15% minimum tax on corporate book to income for corporations with profits over a billion dollars. Okay, so who is that? Name a company... And more than likely, they have a billion dollars in profit, at least a billion dollars in profit. Walmart, Target, um, I would assume McDonald's, uh, probably some of your grocery stores, some of your larger grocery stores, uh, Walgreens, uh, probably CVS. Um, I would I would venture guess most of your chain fast food restaurants McDonald's, Burger King, uh, Taco Bell those type places Um, some of your maybe some of your mass uh, outlet or uh, retail stores like I said Walmart, Target but I'm talking about like uh, maybe maybe JCPenney's those types of I mean a billion dollars a lot of money don't get me wrong but when it comes to these types of places it's not that much money Amazon so we we've already had Walmart and Target come out just a couple of weeks ago with their second quarter forecast showing they're going to lose money. So in in essence of a recession, Walmart, you could you could argue is in its own recession itself. Walmart is one of the largest um, employers in the country, and we talked about this when they released those numbers like two weeks ago. And I used to be a I used to work for Walmart. I used to be a manager for Walmart. I'll tell you straight up. When 
companies, when retailers, not just Walmart, but retailers, aren't profitable, they lay people off. Because the easiest way to make profits, if you're not making sales, is to lessen your payroll. Okay? Now, they're still making money. It's not like Walmart's not making money. They're just not making as much money as they said they were going to make or they thought they were going to make. They're still making profit. But if if they go to their shareholders and say, we're going to make you know $100 billion in profit. I don't know. I'm just throwing a number out there. And then they come out after two quarters and say, oh, shit, it looks like it's going to be like $80 billion profit. You know, still $80 billion in profit. <laughs> Right, it's not. It's I'm. I don't even know the number. I'm just throwing numbers out there. But they're still going to make a profit, just not as much as they promised or thought they would make. So they're going to start cutting payroll, reducing hours. And now you're going to tax them on top of that. It's like you don't even know. <laughs> it's like you don't even know. These are people that run our country that, for the most part, have never had a real job. You know what I'm saying? They might have been in the military. They might have, you know, worked part-time somewhere. Maybe, maybe. But for the most part, most of these people, especially the higher-up people, even if they did work a job at one time in their life, it's been so long because they've been involved in government at some level. Their, 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 uh, their career, their money that they've made, and I'm not saying that they're all millionaires and stuff. I'm not saying that. But, you know, the Chuck Schumer, Joe Manchin, these guys have been in Senate forever. Joe Manchin was governor of West Virginia. I mean, they've been involved in government on some level, probably for more, more than they haven't been, if that makes sense. They're probably involved in government of some sort longer than they weren't. Okay? They're out of touch with you and me and everyone else that votes for these knuckleheads. They don't have a clue. They don't buy their own shit. They don't pay for anything. These numbers mean nothing to them. These people don't shop at Walmart. They don't care about the people that work at Walmart. They don't care. The only time they care is when it's time for you to vote for them. And with the midterm elections now less than 100 days away, and our economy in a recession, say what you want, it's there. Democrats are getting desperate. Not so desperate they're about to fucking tax everybody, but whatever. For the past 18 months, Joe Biden and his leftist majority in Congress have controlled all the levers of powers in Washington and enacted policies that have created a brutal inflation crisis in our country. Now, with the prospects of Republican red wave in November becoming more likely, uh, instead of doing something that would actually help the economy, Joe the Great Inflator Biden and the incompetent Democrats calling all the shots on Capitol Hill are doubling down on what got us into this mess. Tax more people. So let me breeze through this because I've been running my mouth, obviously. Here's Joe Manchin. He was on Fox. And, of course, the, I got, I, I'm playing this particular clip. This is off of Twitter. And it's off of the Democrats' uh, Twitter page. So this isn't Republican, whatever. And, of course, it's titled... Senator Manchin shuts down Republican lies about the Inflation Reduction Act on Fox News. Cool. I'm going to play that. And I want you to hear his words coming out of his mouth. Okay. $400,000 and below now are going to be taxed. 
their that's taxes wrong. are going to go wrong. up. That's a lie. That is a pure, outright lie. So their taxes are not going to go up? Not at all. And you know one thing? How about the people that are going to be saving as far as on their Medicare, $288 billion who are paying okay. higher prices than they should? Aren't they? They didn't even assume all that right. in the revaluation. And all we're saying is the wealthiest uh, corporations in America, 55 of them pay zero to help this great country of ours. So, you heard him. No, no new taxes. He's giving the old uh, Bush, Daddy Bush, no new taxes. Read my lips, right? And then he goes into Medicare. Okay, how many people are on Medicare? I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I'm not besmirching it because I'm not on Medicare. But, I mean, not everybody's on Medicare. So, that's good for the people that are on Medicare. Like, I think my mom uses Medicare. She's old. Right? I get it. That helps people that are on Medicare. That's great. But it doesn't help everybody. It helps a certain group of people. And the people that are going to get taxed, because we know it's going to be an after-tax payroll hit, are people like me that aren't <laughs> on Medicare. So this is uh, Senator Thune from uh, somewhere that he works. <laughs> I don't know what state he's out of, so it doesn't really matter. I just want to play this clip because it's interesting what he has to say here. The uh, inflation reduction tax that the Democrat, or the, I should say the Re Inflation Reduction Act uh, that the Democrats were proposing. Yes, that was a Floridian slip there. Um, is a uh, is a title that would make Orwell blush. I mean, if you think about what the Democrats are suggesting here, you know, we've had record 40-year high inflation, and um, and we've got now two consecutive quarters of a negative economic growth, which, uh, however, it, uh, the administration wants to define it, is a recession. Uh, and here they are talking about raising taxes, increasing spending, um, and uh, sticking it to the job creators in this country. Uh, when we're trying to deal with some economic challenges uh, for which those are the absolute wrong prescription. So, you know, um, you can sit here and make the argument, this is a Republican, of course he's saying that. This is a Democrat, of course they're saying that. All I know is this. I like to play the clips of the people saying the words they're saying. That way when they get, when you get fucked... Excuse my language, but when you get it, you know who you can blame. And now, granted, I'm all hopped up and pissed off about this bill, and it hasn't even made it to the Senate floor. Now, mind you, if it passes through Senate, it will go through the House. It's not like it's going to get held up in Congress. Um, so if you're listening to this and your senator is Dick Durbin or not that he's going to help you any as long as he's got COVID and he stays out that's probably our best bet but get with Christian Cinema if you live in Arizona call her you know because uh, I, I really don't care if you're Republican or Democrat you can't sit here as a Democrat if you're if there is a Democrat listening to this you can't sit here and tell me that this whole crap isn't affecting you you can sit here and blame Trump if you want I don't give a shit Trump ain't been in there for almost two years. This is all Biden. You can look at graphs yourself. I don't have to sit here and tell you. Go to any fucking graph you want. Look at the inflation rate. It didn't start rising till recently. 
till this past year. That has nothing to do with Trump. You can't sit there and keep blaming somebody when they're not even in office. And oh, by the way, we have a week from now and the new inflation numbers will come out. Currently, technically, it sits at 9.1% as of July 13th. Um, but just to let you know, currently, as of right now, it's still sitting at 9.4, usinflationcalculator.com. So <laughs> one of the things I wanted to flash back to on the, uh, on the bill, one of the things was the increased tax... Um, or not tax, but uh, incentive, I guess it was, on uh, green energy, right? A little inside baseball. I just recently went ahead and purchased uh, solar panels for the house. <laughs> and uh, by the way, they're not, they're not cheap. But the reason I did that was where I live in Florida, we've had in the last three months, I think it was, two increases on the fuel we use um they use i should say we i don't work for them they use uh, natural gas the the electric plant is a natural gas plant used to be coal now it's not um nonetheless they um just did a, a fuel increase i think it was in in june i think it was june now and effective September 1st, it goes up to $75 per 100,000, or not 100, per 1,000 kilowatt hours. So I'd been talking to solar guys, and I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, it's a lot of money, I don't know. I know what they're saying about the bill, I get it, da 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 da, da. You know, they give, you get a graph, and it's going to be high here and low here, but overall, you're going to, you know, I get it. So in talking to these guys, looking at my electric bill, uh, we we were having issues with our AC. We've gotten that fixed. So last month, our, our uh, bill we just paid, our electric bill, we used just over 2,000 kilowatt hours. Well, we're going from $50 to $75 per thousand. That's $50. So, and my electric is already relatively high. So... It's going up 50 more bucks, possibly. Anywhere from 30 to 50 bucks. So, in doing the math, I'm like, okay, I'm calling the dude. This was yesterday. I texted him, hey, I'm ready. Ready when you are. So, nonetheless, the next couple of weeks, I will have solar panels on my house, and hopefully I'll be producing energy and uh, won't have much of a electric bill. So, we'll see. But if you guys want to know more about solar, contact me at uh, PCGC underscore 1775 or DTOM. <laughs> I'm not selling solar, but I do get a, uh, I do get a kickback on uh, you know, sending customers their way. Anyway, all right, guys. Uh, I think oh, one thing I want to talk about, too, real quick. All these bills, all these things, all this stuff coming out. Uh, the most recent polling on Dipshit McGee. Out of Reuters, uh, 38 job, 38 percent job approval. So way to go, Joe! All right. Overall, like I said, I like to use Real Clear Politics because they give you there's like 15 different, um, you know, uh, polls. So they give you an average, 39.5 percent approval, 56.4 disapproval. 
And I still think I can't. I would love to meet one person of that 39% and ask them, what the fuck do you see that's so great? Um, the interesting thing is they put a graph. They put like a, a wave graph up here, right? And it shows from sometime at one point. <laughs> I swear to God. So it uh, looks like the first poll was January 27th of 21, okay? And it's interesting. So the black line is approved and the red line is disapproved. So on January 27th, he was a a uh, 55. It was basically flip-flop. <laughs> he was a 55 and a half approved, 36% dis- dis- disapproved. Flash forward, you know, a year and what, seven months later, and it's the opposite, 39 approved and 56 disapproved but the interesting thing is is if you watch the trends he for the let's see it probably started dropping about what month is this july of last year and it kind of rose up and went down and rose up but then about july 24th it just and then where it really there was no it hasn't even kind of recovered since then is august 20th oddly enough my birthday and um it's gone downhill since then. You know, he's had moments of of it jumping a little bit. But, I mean, he hasn't had a positive approval rate since then. Um, as a matter of fact, his last approval, where he his approval was higher than his disapproval, was August 18th. Um, and even then it was, what was that, 48 48.6 versus 48.2. <laughs> so it's basically flat. But um, that's when Afghanistan happened last year. It's the reason I was saying that. So since that, that's been the key moment in his his presidency that's fucked him. And that's why I think it's almost been a year now since Afghanistan. That's why I'm wondering if that's why this al Harry news is coming out. Hoping to reverse this trend here. But I can't imagine that that will be the case. All right, guys. You guys, please, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please share this with your friends. And most importantly, please subscribe to the show. That really helps us out in the long run. Helps us with other people that might listen to shows like this but not listen to this show. It'll pop up in their, uh, hey, since you like this, listen to that you know, type thing. And uh, sharing this with your friends will help. And if you're listening to this on a podcast app in which you can leave a review uh, or a rating, please do so, preferably a five-star. And um, other than that, like I said, follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Don't Tread on America. Also on TikTok, Don't Tread on America. And uh, Twitter, DTOM underscore 1775. Our website is And Like I said, I'm going to get that Patreon set up so we can start doing some drinking. Well, I should say some more drinking, (laughs) but we want some new recipes, some new ideas. Hey, I'm from Kentucky, and there's a great whiskey called blah, blah, blah. Check it out. I know we're sponsored by Maker's Mark, but, you know, we drink whatever. Uh, Speaking of Kentucky, I will be in Kentucky in a little more than a week from now. Uh, We'll be in the, I will be, me and my wife, will be in the Louisville area. And you might see me at a bar drinking a lot of whiskey. Or uh, bourbon, as it were. I will be at the Maker's Mark Distillery on Tuesday. 
the, I think it's the 14th, so sugar water. And uh, other than that, guys, you guys have a great day. And uh, follow us on Facebook, because like I said, I'll probably do a Saturday Night Live this weekend. And uh, that way you can see this pretty mug, and uh, you can comment, you can tell me I'm ugly, and tell me to fuck off, and whatever else you want to do. Alright guys, you guys have a great day. It is August 3rd, Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. Uh, Till then, I will see you again on, or I'll talk to you again on Friday. You guys have a great day. Thank you.